0: Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Paris and Alana, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. Alright, so welcome back, everybody. Um, this episode is kind of special in mm-hmm. that it is our very first episode with Rusty. <laughs> so yay! <laughs> yay. 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 <laughs> so exciting hello so,
1: everybody
0: <laughs> in case you missed it um we are adding another team member to our kingdom sexuality team and that is rusty and so we're so excited to have her as a part of our team just in like the i don't know going through this and growing and realizing that yeah paris and i can't do it all <laughs> yeah and that even though it's like maybe like humbling and hard to admit sometimes it's, it's so relieving when you have someone who can take things on and you have confidence yeah. in them. So yeah. we're really excited to have Rusty here. And so, um, so hi, so welcome here.
1: <laughs> welcome Thank you here. so much. It's, First of May. It's so wonderful to be here. I'm, I am, I feel like I'm on repeat saying I'm completely in awe of how God just orchestrated this yes. out just to fall in line so easily. And yes. it was just like, you know, it was just the easiest decision. It seemed like, you know, we're out of milk, so we got to go get milk. And it's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> it just all fit in line so wonderfully. It was great. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Out of milk. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I
2: love that. Um, before we go forward, Rusty, because I love this story, especially from your your perspective. Can you share how God just brought this all together? Can you yes. share this story? I want I want this to be permanently on this show.
1: <laughs> yes. And I, I'm so glad you asked that too, because I I got really interested because I remembered hearing you guys and listening to an episode in December of last year. And you guys had mentioned how you were you wish you had somebody who was just a little bit older, who maybe had just a few more years under their belt that you could. Yeah go-to for questions and it was your, uh, your episode that you interviewed Jody and it was on singleness. And so I was still listening because I had just found you guys. I was binging as much as I could. And I heard you guys mention that and God immediately just laid it on my heart and he was like, reach out to them. And so I was like, I'll be the crazy person. Who's like, Hey, <laughs> you don't know me. I'm feel like I'm a million miles away from you guys, but you guys want a buddy? <laughs> let's be friends. (laughs) So, um, I did, I reached out, it was in December of 2020 and you guys were immediately like, thank you so much. Nobody ever asks Mm -hmm. to, we can, you know, partner up with you. They offer to pray, they offer, you know, or they thank us for what we're doing, but having somebody say, Hey, if you need to go through the hard stuff, if you need somebody to bounce a really tough question off of ask me. And so I was just like, well, Let's do that. And here it was now, a year later, almost to the day. I yeah. was listening and, you guys were talking about how things had just started to shift, and you felt like you couldn't give as much as you wanted to give because just times of life, just life was yeah. coming in, and it was too much to to handle. And I thought, yeah, I'm gonna reach out again and ask if they need me to do anything. And here we are. So just. You wanna join us? And I was like, Yeah, I wanna join you. Let's do this.
0: Yeah. The timing Um, was just like such a god thing. Like Paris and I had like just had a conversation about um, you know, Paris was like, you know what, I don't know, Alana, like what do you think? Like, should we try and bring someone new in? Do we add another person to this? Um, and we were like yeah, like, I think we, I think we should. We're like, how on earth do we go about that process? Like, yeah. I remember talking to my friends about it and being like, like, I think we want to add another person, but like, how, how, do how does that stars. even happen? Like, right. how, how, yeah. like, I, I honestly didn't know. And so yep. it just and was there like goes God. a couple days like, later. yeah,
1: <laughs> I will hand this person to you. Don't you
0: worry about it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's how oh. really oh. he does it. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I like screenshotted your message and like <laughs> sent it to Paris right away. I and like, I was
1: like, like Oh, that's our answer. <laughs> yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love that because yeah. you know that's just, that's just encouragement for any time that you feel that little nudge and you think, I'm not going to do that. What if that's like that's that, that might make me really uncomfortable, yeah. or that might make them uncomfortable. But no, just to hear that do you it. guys were just as excited as I was, and that it obviously was you know it was God, it's God's hand on us. So. yes obey those little those little nudges that the holy spirit's giving you by all means do it yeah love that so to start us off
0: too i was thinking um we were interviewed on a podcast um dan purcell's get your marriage on so that episode hasn't actually aired yet i'm not sure when it's coming out but so he asked us at the beginning of the episode if we had like a funny story from our honeymoon that we could each share. So Paris and I shared ours. Then, but I thought it would be really fun to hear yours if you have one, Rusty.
1: I think this is like I... the best icebreaker ever, right? <laughs> so fun. It is really good. And I can't wait to hear your guys. I want to hear what your guys's are too. Oh, we have some good ones. <laughs> so, um my husband and I, we went to Disney World for our honeymoon and you know, how, how many years partner? ago was this, this <laughs> we've been married 17 years. Okay. So whoops. That's whoops. amazing. man, that makes you feel old to say that, but, <laughs> <How>? <laughs> uh, but yeah, 17 years ago. So it was kind of hard. It's kind of hard to even remember exactly everything that happened on our honeymoon. But one thing that just immediately jumps to my mind is we were in our hotel and my husband, Josh was like, well, you want to go down and like hit the hot tub. It was beautiful out at our, our hotel at night. They had, you know, Christmas lights everywhere. And cause it was December and mm-hmm. it was just beautiful at night out there. And so I was like, yeah, let's go hit the hot tub and just relax.' And so we went down there and we were thinking, you know, in our minds, we were going to have this really romantic honeymoon night out there in the hot tub, maybe, get to just enjoy one another. Nope, there was a very inebriated gentleman who was in the hot tub who thought it was really great to have company. And he was very excited to see this couple come down to the hot tub. And so we had some really great conversations with him and (laughs) he he was just very happy to join our date night and interject (laughs) himself into that. So that was it, you know, we just... (laughs) Didn't end up really as we thought it might happen. <laughs> so I guess you know, just just one of those things that <laughs> all too often happen on your honeymoon, where you think things are going to happen a certain way, and no, they absolutely yes. do not. Yes, that was not the yes. romantic evening that we had planned. But you know, it's it's 17 years later, and I have not one ounce of doubt in me that if I were to ask. My husband, the same question. He would be like, "Oh, it totally be that dude in the hot tub." Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. We will so- never forget him. So he is a is so he is weird. a honeymoon memory that will be, forever be in our mental shelf. <laughs> that we can look yeah. back upon. So good.
0: <laughs>
1: so great. So good. Okay,
2: so there you have it, Rusty's icebreaker for you guys. I actually don't think you guys have heard Alana and eyes yet, which is super funny. So you will hear those at a later date. But we're just really, really excited to um, gift you guys. And I say that intentionally because Rusty is going to be gifting you her testimony and her sextimony today. We, Alana and I, when we first started this, um, we shared that. And I think we should redo it in the future now that we're, <laughs> we're doing Rusty's. Um, but we are going to be just sitting down with Rusty and literally having a conversation About her testimony and just sitting together as friends and sisters uh, within Christ and hearing this out. And you guys, Alana and I have heard Rusty's testimony. It's amazing. It's going to bless you guys. Um, Like we said, we really were praying for someone who was able to offer an entirely different component to this ministry than Alana and I could with experience. And Rusty's delivering that. So you guys get excited. It's so good. Okay. Rusty, we just want you to take the floor.
1: Okay. All right. So, um, my testimony starts way back whenever I was a little girl, um, sex was not talked about in our home one bit. It was just something that we understood was a bad thing. It was something bad to do before marriage. And that was the extent of the discussion that was had. Um, My parents split whenever I was two years old. My relationship with my father is very much a broken one. He moved states away and we never saw him. My mom remarried and she remarried a wonderful man who stepped in and he checked all the boxes that a good stepfather should. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: However, it wasn't until I was much older and married that I realized the extent of the damage that it was that was done to my heart still just knowing that my father had walked away from me and made yeah. me feel like i was an expendable thing you know mm. not not something worth putting the effort into seeing or to spending time with and i was very and am a very joyful person that is my go-to emotion i guess you could say and so i was very good at just sweeping that under the rug and saying no everything's great i'm wonderful i'm great Um, But of course, as it does, anything that you kind of sweep under the rug like that, it it inevitably bubbles up and shows itself later on as you are growing. So I found myself as a teenager looking for somebody to fill that void. And I found myself wanting to be loved desperately by a man. I just needed that. I felt like I needed somebody to show me what that forever kind of love looked like because i had no idea i just knew that i wanted it so i got into my first relationship my first real relationship whenever i was 16 mm-hmm. and that boy told me he loved me we were going to get married one day i was thrilled because that was everything that i wanted and as most teenage relationships or first relationships do it started to fall apart. Things started to happen. He decided that, you know, maybe a relationship wasn't the best thing for him. And I started picking up on that. And I did what I think a lot of girls in that situation who maybe came from a background like mine, or were looking for somebody to fill that void like I was, would do. And I slept with him. I did the one thing that I knew I didn't want to do, I had such strong conviction about it because I was still going to church. Um, and I was terrified that afterwards I was like, okay, well, I'm going to hell now. I am condemned for all eternity. There's no going back from this. And to make matters worse, a few days later, he broke up with me anyway. So I was wow. completely crushed. I gave, you know, I gave this guy, I literally gave him everything that I thought I could. Yeah. To keep him. And once again, I was made to feel like I was a very expendable thing. I can just be thrown away, not worth to be, not worth putting in the effort to stay around. So that did so much trauma yeah. to my heart. And a year and a half later, I found myself in a position where I was still healing from that, still completely hung up on it unable to get past it. And one night I was hanging out with my girlfriends and she was like, let's go to my sister's house and hang out there. So we did, we pulled in the driveway and she was like, oh, Josh is here. And I said, who's Josh? And she turned around and she looked at me and she said, Rusty, don't get excited. He's got a girlfriend. And so I was like, okay, (laughs) um, I get your point. So we walk in, I was like, don't worry about it. We walk in and there I see the most beautiful specimen of a man that I had ever seen was sitting on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) And I walked in and I looked at him and I just thought, oh my goodness, he is beautiful. (laughs) And so I was like, I know why she gave me that warning then Um, seeing that he was you know, presented to me as something that was very unattainable at the time. I was like, whatever. I completely made a fool of myself that night. I, at one point, my friend dared me to do the worm. And so we went into the other room and I did, I laid on my belly and I was doing the worm in this other room and, I turn around and here comes Josh walking through the room and he literally steps over me to get, because he was going to the bathroom and I just like put my head down in the ground. I was like, yep, that's it. Sealed the deal right there. Uh, <laughs> that ain't ever going to happen. <laughs> that's super funny. <laughs> oh, goodness! So, uh, that night ends, you know, life goes on and a couple weeks later, this ex who I have not talked to in over a year, all of a sudden pops up one night hanging out with all my other friends. Mm. And I realize how I'm still hung up on him. Maybe, maybe we're going to get back together. What's going to happen here. He expressed interest and I was just a mess in my mind trying to figure out what is going to happen here. What's going to go on. And my friend had told me before about my husband. She was like, he's a really good Christian guy. You don't know him because he was actually homeschooled. So he wasn't in like the high school scene. So you haven't seen him around school or anything like that, but he's a super good Christian guy. And I thought, well, that's just like the cherry on top of the cake. That's exactly what I need. And uh, a couple, just a few days after my ex said, Kind of bubbled back to the surface here and was floating around in my mind again i remember i was driving and i was so sick of feeling so much pain and brokenness and i cried out i literally screamed in my car to god as i was driving and i said i don't want to do this whole dating thing I'm not the kind of person who wants to date around. God, I just want to find the man I'm supposed to marry and marry him. And then I said, why couldn't it have just worked out with Josh? He would have been perfect. (laughs) And, (laughs) you know, that's what you do when you're 17 and you're heartbroken. and You just, you know, I found myself running and literally throwing a fit to... father that I felt comfortable throwing a fit to at that time. Mm -hmm. And it was so funny because it was only a few days later, I headed back over to that same friend's house. And whenever I walked in the door, she was on the phone and she shushed me and she was talking on the phone and she hangs up and she starts jumping up and down and screaming. And she said, that was Josh. And he just called me to get your number. He's going to call you and ask you out. And- (laughs) That was the beginning of that. I was like, "Woo!" I didn't scare him away. <laughs> he apparently is okay with my weirdness. <laughs> I know I
0: like the love the idea. It was probably like, hey, that girl who was doing the worm, like, can you give me her number? Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no pun involved. There weirdness. we go. I caught him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I- And that totally took the pressure off of it because, okay, he's seen me like at my worst, at my worst, because I think that night I was in pajamas. My friend uh, in the car on the way in, she was really frustrated because her hair was in her face and my hair had been up in a ponytail all day. And so I took my ponytail holder out, I gave it to her. So my hair was all crazy from being in a messy bun. I was in pajamas and doing the worm. And I was like, he has seen me at my lowest of lows, probably (laughs) What a great place to start. <laughs> no, awesome. I'm okay with this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we were together. Um, he has seen me through and been a huge part of God showing me how he can redeem a lot of that brokenness I went through and he has been an excellent example of what it means to be loved by somebody and not have to worry about them walking out on you. He has, he has literally seen me through my worst and I have going through that redemption process and trying to figure out what walking through this healing with God looked like. He got to see me do some really ugly things. And I hurt him in ways that I know that, you know, we've had to work through and things like that. But never ever once did I ever think he's going to leave me because of this, because I knew that man will never leave me. And so uh, going back to your guys's testimonies, because I re-listened to them, Oh, yeah. Yes. So Paris, you talked about one of the scriptures that you prayed over your marriage was about uh, in Joel about God redeeming the years that the locusts had stolen. And so one of the scriptures that I have prayed for years and years over Our marriage over my family has been uh, Proverbs 631, and that talks about how whenever you see a thief stealing from your home, you catch him and you demand a repayment of seven times whatever he's stolen. And so I have prayed that over myself, over my family. And this last year, we just had our seventh child, our sixth little boy, and whenever God spoke to my heart and was like, let's, you know, do this baby thing one more time. I got one more for you that I, (laughs) I want you to raise me up one. And so it was then that he brought to my mind and he was like, this is number seven. This is the seventh boy. You've, you missed out on that love. You had that void for all those years of having a man who would love you unconditionally. And now you have seven men. your life because i have six boys and my husband and so now i have seven men in my life who i know without a shadow of a doubt will offer that unconditional love anytime i need it and it's nothing that could ever be broken or taken away from me and i just it just puts me in complete awe of god and how faithful he is to his word and his promises and he did that for me and he literally took that and gave me seven times back what I was missing all those years.
2: That testimony always brings me to tears. (laughs) (laughs) Like that is the testimony of our God right there. Like made manifest in your life personally, like a gift for you. And I just want to say that like God is that personal with us. And I feel like it's very easy for us to dismiss that in our lives Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. kind of put those walls up and think, you know, no, God is not that personal, but he absolutely is. And that's a whole undertone of this entire ministry. And I just, I'm just so stoked that you shared that because that just feeds into what all of this is about. Like God is that personal in our lives, in our marriages. That's amazing.
1: He's so good. And it's, it's nuts to me because you think, Oh, You know, it's not really, scripture isn't really that literal, but then God does not he shows up something and you know, something like that. And you're like, okay, no, that's to the T you did exactly what you did. And, and so, uh, but yeah, don't be afraid anybody, anybody who hears that don't think, oh, if, you know, if I have a broken relationship with my father, I'm going to have seven children. (laughs) Don't be afraid of that because, you know, we can present that with, you know, just, you know, father figures in your uh in your realm that can love on you or things like that because I've been blessed with that oftentimes along the way and in this journey too I've had really incredible father figures in the church and things like that who have stepped forward and loved me and and helped me in that process. But yeah, don't be afraid of it. But that's just how God showed that off to me and showed off that way to me because he knew I would accept it and that, that would be something that would be very uh very much a blessing to my heart. <laughs>
2: absolutely that's amazing um rusty i just want to say thank you for sharing all of that um we are gonna cap this off you guys here you're gonna hear so much more from her um in the future which we're really really excited about so rusty i want to kind of end i want to end this episode kind of like a cliffhanger leading into future episodes with you um Mm -hmm. something that really caught my attention outside of this amazing gift that god gave you with your verse and your seven men in your life. I love that. But something else that really caught my attention is how you just felt like you were easily replaceable and you <laughs> felt such a void in your life without having that physical father figure there. And God has redeemed you. He has redeemed you through that, which I think is amazing. Um, And I just want to ask for you to maybe give a word of encouragement on that, because I know that we, for a fact, have listeners here that feel that same void of hopelessness in them and having someone on the show that's come up from the other side. I just want to ask, what is something that you could speak over them? You know, they're in a period of waiting or in a season of healing and, you know, telling them that God is present. What would you say to that
1: person? Absolutely. Without a shadow of a doubt. The, the biggest And the most impactful thing that God did for me in the interim, while I was going through this was I made it a point to often ask him, what do you think of me? Tell me what you think of me. Um, Give me scriptures, give me people in my life to pour into me that tell me who you say I am God, because I need somebody to fill that void. Mm -hmm. And God, God, gave me the most beautiful thing. I'm going to try to say it without crying because it is one of the most treasured things that he's ever done. And he showed me this picture of me with my, looking at my daughter's face. She looks very much like me, Abigail. She looks very much like me. And she was like her face cupped in these huge strong men's hands looking down at her and he said, Rusty, you are precious to me. And just having that picture of thinking of me in all those years that I felt completely lost and where I had nobody like that to love me, knowing that he was there that entire time and how much he loved me. It is so important to go to him and say, fill this. I need you, God, to fill this because I'm gonna go to the world and I'm gonna look for places to fill it otherwise. So I need you to fill this up for me. And that is without a doubt, without a doubt, the most important thing, go to him and let him heal you. Let him see that brokenness and let him fill you up because he will, he's not gonna let his daughter go out in that world and get broken even more if you go and you seek him
0: no that's beautiful Amen. thank you so much rusty we're so uh, excited to bring you. you more of rusty in episodes to come um questions q and a's all that good stuff we'll have so much more um of her for you guys to listen to and i'm just excited to even like get to know your story more through this as well rusty because it's beautiful and it's such a gift so thank you so much
1: thank you so much for having me guys i can't wait i can't wait to be back <laughs>
2: Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us as we dive deeper into meaningful godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions, and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram at Kingdom Sexuality. You'll find our Instagram handle below in the show notes, where you'll also see any other resource links we may have mentioned in today's episode. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys, and we cannot wait to continue this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.